Hello listeners, this is another episode of I Can't Be Invested. Um, This is your host, Joyous. I will be talking about um, just not being invested in the feeling of not feeling enough. Um, This really hits home for me because um, I've been going through a lot of things and I feel like while I'm going through this, I wanted to be able to share a message of you just can't be invested in not feeling enough, especially if you have spent so much time being the best version of yourself when there are outside forces that will make you feel as if you're inadequate. Um, they will make you feel like you're not worthy and they'll make you feel like you're just simply not enough. And I want my listeners to know that they cannot be invested in the notion that their personal being has no um, contribute, cannot contribute to what, uh, to, you know, the earth or contribute to the world because there are outside forces that want to manipulate you into thinking that you're not enough. Um, I wanted to speak um, about something kind of personal, um, just being invested in the fact that when you give yourself to someone or you enter a relationship or a partnership with someone and they just they make you feel as if you know you shouldn't feel confident you shouldn't feel um they make you feel all of these things but they don't um they don't reassure you Um, I want to talk more about just entering into something that I thought that would be a lot more different than it's turned turned out to be. Um, And um, I just want to give a little bit of feedback. Uh, First, I want to uh, give a disclaimer that, you know, of course, this doesn't happen to everyone. Um, This is just my personal journey. And... um, me person, me just sharing this is just so that maybe someone out there can feel, cannot feel the way I felt, and um, they can always know that. Uh, just because there's this trying um, segment in my life that is just making me feel this way, it's not forever, and we shouldn't uh, deem it as forever or make it so permanent in our lives to where we start to adapt and think though adapt those thought processes about ourselves so anyway um so I want to give a story of when I'm I felt not enough even when I felt like I was giving my best and um so I haven't been on the dating scene. I haven't had much luck on the dating scene. (laughs) And quite frankly, I'm pretty embarrassed about it. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. But I got on the notion of, you know, having, living this hypergamous life, um, dating better, choosing better options, um, uh, you know, just living the life that I want to live, not necessarily at the expense of someone else. But I know my worth and I was just choosing to know my worth when I entered into a partnership with someone else. 
so I did a little online dating um, I you know online searching on some dating websites that I came again I came across this in this individual um, he's a very you know uh, well-respected person you know very well into his career career um, had you know seemed to have a lot you know have a lot of ambitions um, he sell he seemed well put together and compared to my past dating styles he was my version version of choosing better so we go on a date um our first date and from we hit it off like literally we hit it off and from that date we started to we entered into a relationship now um one thing I want to stress is you have to pay attention to red flags. Red flags are not they're not something that's very cliche that you shouldn't choose, you shouldn't uh, uh, pay attention to. Red flags are there. Your intuition will not steer you steer you wrong and you should always pay attention to that. But anyway, um like I said, the date, the first date was phenomenal. We had so, so much fun. Um, so much fun to where I feel like I drank a little bit too much, but I, it, needless to say, I had a great, great, great time. Um, uh, we, we talked about our ambitions. We talked about what we wanted to contribute to the world. We talked about our similar interests and just you know being there for other people and helping other people become better versions of themselves um he's really big into leadership and you know he you know he impressed me you know traveling the world um doing leadership conferences you know he just he just wooed me you know so in my mind I'm thinking okay this is my version of choosing better this is my version of getting what I really want in a relationship so we chose we you know he said from from day one he was like I want you to be in my life and I told him I was like you have to ask me he was like well will you be my girlfriend and I said yes this was the first day and this is the first day we met first everything so um as we were going home, he wanted to take me home. So I'm thinking, no, you know, it's still a little too early. Yeah, you may have, we may have entered into a relationship, but I feel like I still needed time. So, um, he was okay with that. We went our separate ways. We had a wonderful night. We wished each other a good night after we made it home. And then he was saying how he couldn't wait to see me again. So we went on our second date and we went on our second date and um the vibe was wasn't as I mean the it wasn't as electric as the first uh date was and but you know whatever so we went on this date and it was an outside bar uh kind of like a restaurant but we were sitting at the bar and it started to rain but that has nothing to do what you know with what we were doing. So um, we were talking, and the subject of um, the treatment of black women and how black men treat 
black women compared to how they treat women of other races came up and we started to converse about that um I gave my feedback of course being a black woman (laughs) I all you know I you know told him my experiences told him my uh pros and cons you know the way women are treated by black women a black men and so on and so forth and he counteracted that with well you know white women are just better because they're not um they're not they're more understanding they're quiet um you know they're pretty much saying that they're more submissive than black women and that's why black men treat black men treat black women the way that they do because black um because black women aren't worthy of black men treating them better and white women are just so better and of course being a black woman I took offense to that and when I'm passionate about something and I told him this from day one that was my mission to have black women not feel that we always have to compare ourselves to black to women of other races especially the biggest problem I felt was the way black men compared black women to women of other races and how they promote women of other races on this pedestal but when it comes to women of their own race they don't have that same discord or that same empathy or that same triumph or that same level of um, worship that they do of women of other races so of course I got loud Um, I got loud I got passionate we were drinking and I was super like I just was so offended and honestly I wanted to go at that point like I felt like this is not what I wanted to be this is not where I want to be Um, this is not what I want to do um, this is like we jumping down the same rabbit hole that I told myself that I would never jump down. And, you know, this, these are all the feelings that I was feeling. So, um, with me having all of these feelings and feeling this way, um, I just, I got carried away, but not into, not in a bad sense to where I was going off on everybody. I was just speaking loudly, um, Uh, being passionate that I have to again defend myself to another black man that I am just as worthy as those women of other races and it was him that was making me feel that I did not have any worth and I feel like that's that's the biggest thing that is left out of left out of these conversations when it comes to black men comparing women of other races to women of uh to black women they never it's never brought into the conversation the con- the contributors it's like you can tell me that i'm not good enough but what makes you feel that you are so much better than the men of other races now me personally i've never interracially dated i've never really uh entertained the notion of going on a date from with a man of another race but just let just let's think about it. It's like what's always the contributing factor of uh, black women always not feeling like we're not good enough. It's usually the black men that portray this um, this notion that black women aren't good enough, and then you see it emphasized by media, and you see it emphasized by people of other races that you know also may feel this way. But it's like where does it stew from? 
where does it come from? And it was like, he made me feel like he told me out of his own mouth that white women are better. They are just better. And it's like, how can you look me in my face? Being that you have a black woman as your mother, a black woman as your sister, how can you still look me in my face and still tell me that white women are better? How can you do that? So I feel like that's always being left out of the conversation. It's like these black men, they can tear you down, make you feel like you're nothing. But they never, it's never an accountability to where you are the contributing factor. Like if you would have never said that I'm not good enough to my face, then maybe I wouldn't be so passionate about wanting to make other black women feel that they are. Like we have to understand, like to be completely honest, I've only experienced heartache from a black man. Let's just be completely 100. I've never experienced heartache from any other race of man. I've always experienced heartache from a black man. My heart was broken by a black man. You know, Um, I've been used and abused by black men. So it's like, let's, let's just be 100 about it. A lot of the, it's not even bitter, but a lot of the turmoil that black women go through is usually at the hands of black men. But when it comes to them telling you how you're not worthy enough, it's never because, oh, because I'm not assuring you. It's not because I'm not treating you right. It's not because this, it's not because that. It's because, oh, well, white men, they, uh, white women, they're just so much better. They're just so much better. And that is why I wanted to uh, say this because we cannot be invested in that. We cannot be invested in that. And I, I personally cannot be invested in the fact that you don't want to be a better individual to people, to women of your own community. You choose, you choose to treat women of other races better. And you choose not to treat the women of your own race better. You choose that, you know? And it's like, I can't be invested. I, I literally took the heart, took that to heart, but anyway continuing on to my story so we got really passionate about it and so you know he saw that you know it was it was very upsetting for him to say that to me in a and to say it to me in an all-white establishment where all these white women can hear you say that that's like (laughs) it's such a slap in the face it's such a slap in the face and it's like I'm not supposed to be offended by that I'm not supposed to be uh, upset that you can say that to my face in front of all of these white women and white people and again who defends black women when we are being attacked even by the men in our community who defends us who is there for us who is there con- to console our feelings you know but anyway it doesn't end there I we say you know we come to terms that then he finally says well you know all women can be bad and I was like why couldn't you just say that from the beginning why did you have to um um why did you have to single out black women to make sure that you let me know that women are black women are bad when there are women of all races that are bad there are women of all races that have attitudes there are women of all races that can treat people bad. Like, why does it, why does that stigma 
only stick to black women? And why is it that black men are the the forefront of pushing that stigma? Why? Why is it? Anyway, so he finally says that and he lets, you know, he says, well, you know, um, let's just agree. Let's agree to, to not agree that all women can be bad. And I was like, you could have just said that from the beginning and we could have we could have had about, you know, we could have squashed this about 20 minutes ago, you know. Anyway, so the date, you know, it didn't seem like we ended on bad terms. Um, but, you know, because it was starting to rain a lot more, we decided to go home. And um, so he w- we were driving home and we, he was talkative, we were talking, blah, 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 but when we, when I, when he dropped me off to my home, he didn't get out of the car, <laughs> he barely even said bye, he didn't even look me in my face, and uh, I was like, are you okay, and he was like, yeah, I'm fine, I was, he was just like, I don't know how to approach you now, and it's like, really, are you trying to patronize, you know, not patronize me, but, um, are you trying to like, you know, what are you doing? Like you said that we squashed it. Now all of a sudden you want to act like your feelings are so hurt. Like I can't, I can't, I can't be invested in that. Like really? But anyway, so he dropped me home. Uh, he lets me know that he made it home and we just started talking. So throughout the week, like before, when we first started talking, he, text me literally all day throughout the day all day trying to check it up on me seeing how I'm doing blah blah blah. and then the week after it was like barely even a text barely so of course me concerned in this so-called relationship that we were in and I should have known then that you know you know what I should we you know if I'm not if you can tell me in my face that I'm not good enough in front of a room full of white women it's probably not a good it's probably not good for me to stick stick to this. Um, so I'm like, what changed? Uh, you know, what, 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 why are you not talking you know to I me? Mean? Like it, before you were texting me all the time. Like I'm telling you, we were text all throughout the day to now it's like barely even a text, barely, you know? Um, and he's like, Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing's wrong. And so I'm just reaching out, reaching out. And it's like, that's one thing that I don't like to do. I don't like to keep reaching out because I don't want to be the person that is like, if you're not interested, just let me know you're not interested. Like, don't have me keep reaching out, keep reaching out if you're really not digging this. Like, what happened to being an adult? (laughs) What happened to talking about things? What happened to all of that? But he's like, oh, no, nothing, nothing's going on. Nothing's wrong. Whatever. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. But of course, you know, it's, of course there's something wrong, but you just won't tell me. So if you said there's nothing wrong, okay, fine. And it's like, this was me trying to be under, this was me trying to change my ways because I'm one of those people that, you know, if, if it don't feel right, I'm out. Like, (laughs) I'm not going to waste your time. I don't want my time wasted. You know, I, I, I'll just, you know, let me be with someone or let me allow you to be with someone that you really are wanting to be with. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person that just is like delusional to what the situation is. Like, if you're not digging this, if this is not what you want, we could 
can we can squash it that's completely fine that's so fine it's it's fine (laughs) um it's so so fine like it's so fine (laughs) but uh so he's just like well what's wrong you know why are you why are you um what's going on why are you feeling this way and I'm like you know what he's like what are you what are you looking for what um you know what what do you what do you want me to say and I'm like uh I want to know what's going on what what was the shift what changed and of course he made me feel like oh it's nothing this is nothing that okay fine so the weekend comes and I'm like listen you're not talking to me we can just end this like that that's pretty much I've been trying to reach out to you for a week it's been little to no communication like let's just you know if there's someone else let me know if you're not interested in me let me know like I am oh I'm an adult you know and I'm an adult about things I don't have to you don't have to sugarcoat anything for me you know I've been through a whole lot I have a very tough skin you know and you really don't have to feel like you have to prolong anything like let's just talk about it if you don't want this let me know like what happened to just being an adult and communicating hey guys I'm just going to enter a little shameless plug for entice beauty if you never heard of Entice Beauty, it's home of Unbothered Over Provoked. The website is for women of color to go and read up on news that are current events, um, latest beauty trends, and just self-improvement information. You can read that on our blog. Uh, there's also um, a shop where you can get the latest items, treating items to add to your wardrobe, lashes, jewelry. Um, anything that you may be looking for. You can also contact the creator, me, Joyous. Um, You can contact me if you have any input, anything you would like to know, anything, any topics you like to talk to me about or you like me to talk about in my podcast, write a blog about it. Go on over to Entice Beauty. That's N-T-Y-C-E beauty.com and you'll love it. Now let's get back to the show. So um, we were talking about, you know, just, um, you know, where was this going to go? Why has this guy changed? What What's different? But anyway, so make, to make a long story short, this guy literally proved that black, black women are literally out here fending for ourselves. And we are fending for ourselves to black men. And it's like so heartbreaking to where it's always leaving us feeling like we're not enough. And that's why I'm here to let you know that I cannot be invested in that. Not for myself, not for women of color, not for women, black women, especially because that's who I am most, most connected to. Um, I just, we cannot be invested in that. Um, this guy let me know that, you know, um, despite that he's, you know, 
despite that he entertaining the fact that he so-called wanted to be in a relationship with me um we can uh, I can understand where his values are I can understand where his true interests are and to be honest with you I feel like I was felt I felt love like I feeling like I did not I was not enough because it was like Not only did I allow him to disrespect me in my face, not only did I put up with him ignoring me, you know, um, not only did I put up with him with the fact for the fact that, you know, we're supposed to be in this together or, you know what I mean? And and granted, let me tell you, this is only two weeks. So I'm not, I'm not even tripping about it. Like, honestly, and it's like, it's better that I know now than 10 years down the line when my whole world is turned around. We got married. I have children. I'm very, 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 <laughs> very, did I say very, very appreciative that, you know, it's not further along and it's only like two or three weeks in. But the fact that with black women are constantly put and put in this space to where we are not feeling like we're enough and the person and the main culprits of the people that are making us feel like we're not enough are is black black men if black i I, i'm in this is personal this is personally how i feel if black black men put more value to black women we would not have we would not have to always feel that we are in a sense of lack and let's just, that's just the bottom line. It's the bottom line. We have to, we as black women, we have, to, we can't keep blaming. Though white supremacy, white supremacy is a big issue. Though, you know, all of this, this, that, and the other, all there are, there are a ton of contributing factors, a ton. But let's be completely honest, guys. We have to be completely honest. We have to make sure these black men are being held accountable. They are the forefront. They, you know what I mean? It's like, you can't go to a white community. And if you can't, please let me know. EnticeBeauty.com, send me an email. Let me know. Okay? N-Y-T- or N-T-C. Anyway, EnticeBeauty.com. I don't even know how to spell my own website. But tell me where you can go to another community and the men treat their women the way that black men treat black women this is not a male bashing this is not i hate black men no this is just let's get real let's be honest we have to start taking taking accountability i can tell you um, another story so i um was dating this one guy we were just watching tv and he happened to like this particular TV show, whatever. And so I kept saying, like, where's the black women at? Where Where is the black women? And he's like, what do you mean, where's the black women? And, he, and I'm like, where's the black women um, representation in this show? Like, I see all kinds of black women. I mean, black men. I see all kinds of white women, Asian women, Hispanic women, white women. I see all kinds of women. But where's, where's the black women? where's the black women and he's like are you racist and I said what (laughs) and he said yeah are you racist and I was like I'm racist because I don't see you know I'm asking for a black woman's representation he's like no because he's like um because that's all you're looking for you're just looking for the black women and I'm like really 
is this is this what we is this what we're doing now is is this really what we're doing now and he he and it was it wasn't he was not joking we were not joking and he was dead serious about that question he literally asked me if I was racist because mind you and he's black he literally asked me if I was racist because I said where are all the black women in this show and and mind you it wasn't just one show we had watched a whole season of this series a whole season so that's about what a good 10 or 7 to 10 episodes and I didn't see not one black woman and if I did see one it was like literally seconds or she was dying or you know what I mean like and, and, and it was probably the same one black woman and it was towards the end of the series or the the season but I was literally like where's the black women in, in this and he genuinely was asking me if I was racist because I wanted to see that we can't blame that on white supremacy we can't we cannot blame that on color. We cannot blame that on any of that. Nothing. That black man asked me if I was racist because I want to see more black women in a show that I was watching. You can't blame that on white supremacy. That's not white supremacy. That the, the, the guy that I was dating, he told me white women are better than black women. That's not white supremacy. That's not. We cannot keep blaming all these other entities for the way that black men treat black women. And I'm not an advocate for interracial dating and all the other stuff. I'm I'm not even an advocate for pro-blackness and all this other jazz. I'm an advocate for treat me the way I should be treated. You know, stop comparing me. Stop making me feel like I'm not worthy. Stop making me feel like I'm not enough. That's what I'm I'm an advocate for. I'm an advocate for black women to be able to live in their greatness just to, just as well as women of other colors are able to. That's why I'm here. That's why I cannot be invested. I cannot be invested in the way that black women continue. I mean, black, black men continue to treat black women. You can't blame that on white supremacy. You can't blame that on Donald Trump. You can't blame that on nothing. That has to be taken a, there has to be taking a personal responsibility for that. And I'm a black woman and I love me some black men, love them almost to a fault <laughs> to be, to be completely honest. And even though I've gone through all the heartache in my life because of black men, I will still continue to love them. And that is the, that is the, uh, what some people would say the the problem that black women have we are so we are so loyal we're loyalist to our own community even at the detriment of our own well-being so it's not it's not to say that oh i'm about to jump ship cuz no that's not it all i'm saying is women put yourself first because they are going to continue to put themselves first. And you have to be treated. If you want to be treated a certain way, you demand it. And don't feel 
don't feel bad about it. Don't feel like you have to second guess it. Don't feel like you have to belittle yourself just because, you know, he, oh, he might, you know, no, because he's going to do it anyway. So why not demand that he treats you better? And if he don't like it, you don't have to feel, you don't have to leave feeling like you, uh, you gave a piece of yourself because you were trying to adapt to his needs and not your own. You have, we have to start doing this for ourselves, women. And I'm talking to myself because this is very personal to me. And it's like, I'm literally, I'm literally giving myself a, a pep talk to myself, you know, because I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't understand. He made me feel like after that conversation we had at the restaurant, where he was saying all this other stuff. He literally made me feel like I was so offensive to him because I was passionate because I was so I was passionate about letting him know that white women are not better than me they're not better than me but he made me feel like I was so I he told me I humiliated humiliated him I humiliated him he was so humiliated because I had to let I had to I literally had to defend myself to him because he told me white women are better. I humiliated him. Not him humiliating me, telling me that white women are better than me in a white establishment. The fact that I continue to let that go on, the fact that I call myself that, oh, I'm, I'm going to adapt to this, this, you know, that was me choosing him and not myself. That was me choosing him in that instance and not myself. And I feel like that was where I felt the most betrayed because because I chose him and not me. I felt betrayed in that sense. I felt, you know, left uh, to defend myself in that sense because I chose him and his thoughts and the way he felt over the way I felt. And I feel like black women, we got to stop doing that. There's some women that, oh, you know, they don't have to worry about that. They don't have to do all of that stuff. Good for you, girl. Good for you. I'm just learning. <laughs> I'm just learning. I'm going to get through it. And at some point, hopefully I can get to that point. But in this instance, I had to, I had to tell my story that in this instance, even though he humiliated me, he turned it around and said, I humiliated him because I had to defend myself to him. And the fact that I should have walked away then and I stuck around maybe two weeks more. And now I'm feeling, you know, and now I'm feeling the repercussions, repercussions, the reper, the repercussions. I can't even speak. Jesus, I can't even, you know, now that I'm feeling the weight of that. Now, it's like, now I'm like beating myself up. Like, why? Why didn't I just walk away when I knew I should have? Instead of investing more of my time to this. I take my time very seriously. Because I take, because I value not wasting other people's time. I value that. And I feel like that's where the disadvantage for me came. Because I was putting so much value into him. Because this was, you know, mind you, mind you, me thinking this hypergamous life, 
you know, dating, you know, dating up, choosing better options. This was my better option. This was my better option. My better option was telling me to my face that white women are better than me. That was me choosing my better option. So it's like, I don't want to hear black men say, oh, you know, it's just your options. That's just who you choose. <laughs> Somebody, I remember here listening to someone and it says, it. she was saying how black men are always saying, well, you got to choose better. You, you know what I mean? You can't put the blame on black men, black men for the people that they choose. Okay, well, when we choose better, we don't choose you. We don't choose black men. Serena Williams. You know, all of these. Rihanna. You know, all of these people that, you know, well, well, more, well beyond more successful than I am. But tried to be with black men. Wanted to be with black men. Probably at a point where just as loyal as I am. But then they started to choose themselves. They started to put themselves first and they started to dictate how they wanted to be treated. And they found that outside of black men. So when people choose better, it's we're cho- usually not choosing black men. And that's a, that's a terrible thing to say, but we got to be honest. We can't keep having these conversations. Women, black women need to be treated. And the only way that's going to happen is by black women, black men treating us better. Because when we get respect from black men, the world will respect us. And that's just bottom line. You cannot, you cannot tell me that if you disrespect a white woman, that the world won't come after you. You just can't tell me that. That, you know why? Because black, because white men, white men respect their women of their community that's just bottom line black men are dying every day because of that sense of loyalty every day every day I can't be invested and I don't want you either I don't want you to be invested in that either this is this is this is the episode guys this is it you can't be invested in not feeling enough because you are. And I can't be invested either. <laughs>